0: Hello friends, listeners, countrymen, lend me your ears and I will use my ears and then you don't have to uh, about albums because I'm going to tell you how they sound, along with Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to GKAD! (laughs) Welcome to GKAD, we're talking about Cynthia's 2014 album, Limit Break, which is a really cool title because I'm a video game nerd. Uh,
1: I was thinking that too, actually.
0: This is Aaron... Who spells it with a one Instead of an I Because she's cool Hacker material like that And I am zero And I spell it with a zero Instead of an O Because I'm cool Hacker material like and that And together we're binary Oh my god That so works I love it Hell Let's yeah Let's binary <gasps> This is a binary episode Of GK80 We're the, um. we're the binary team
1: gotten a recommendation about Cynthia back during GK Classic uh, during one of the GK AA segments and I never actually listened to it I don't think because I was a terrible host and possibly still am um, and so this is actually my very first encounter with Cynthia and I actually thought they were a pop group and so when I put on the album I was very surprised because they are metal
0: and <laughs> <laughs> proper proper metal too not that yeah not i'm gonna i'm gonna alienate a lot of people saying this but it's not that baby metal bullshit this is the real deal
1: (laughs) exactly baby metal makes me want to kill people i hate them so much no this is real metal and (laughs) holy shit these girls kick so much ass um the album starts out really strong and it just never lets you go the Senko Strings is a really good opener right on time like the face melting continues Um, I feel like a lot of these songs are good driving songs incidentally Um, Mm -hmm. I like how a lot of the songs are sort of unabashedly overblown being like dramatic and big the way metal should be you know not it feels like pretentiously metal in the right way I don't even know if that makes sense
0: I completely understand what you mean. A lot of Japanese music that delves into other styles is, is sort of basically playing pretend to be that genre, that
1: style, um, yeah. but,
0: you know, in good ways. They basically take what they like about these genres and just don't worry about the rest of it, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. I, so I wouldn't go so far as to say, like, oh, they sound like Black Sabbath or something. like that. That's not right. But they have that Say like, if you took Black Sabbath or some other metal band like that and threw it into a pot and like boiled it down until it was just like syrup I feel like that would be Cynthia where it's like concentrated almost
0: this is you know further forward in time though this is a little more like Ozzy solo slash um Megadeth fair enough the 80s sort of stuff
1: honestly I don't normally listen to very much metal um that's that's my husband's deal I like it, but not enough to like seriously follow it. But yeah, when he put this album on, we were, we both looked at each other like, holy shit, this is fantastic. <laughs> um, there was not a single song on the album that I didn't like. Everything was really good. I even liked um, like Karuma, which sounded a little bit like an anime opening almost. Actually, some of these songs really did have sort of an anime opening type quality
0: yeah, the melodies are definitely J-pop melodies.
1: Yeah, I normally hate that, but for some reason it worked. At least I thought so uh, on this album. I I couldn't really find anything to complain about, uh, and I'm sure that you probably did because you're much smarter about music than I did.
0: Or <laughs> <laughs> Now the um because of the the I think the pentatonic scales and major scales for the most part work really really well with melodic power metal. Uh, So because of that, because they've got that anime J-pop style of melody, I think it works really, really well. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why Japanese metal groups have a tendency to actually be really fucking good, because they're not afraid to do these sorts of of melodies, where, you know, uh, American metal groups, they have a tendency to try to put on the toughness a little too much, and it doesn't really work. Um, That said, I mean, I do prefer... um, vocals for this style of music that are a little rougher around the edges. I think, especially in the first half of the album, Saki's voice is very polished sounding. Um, It's And it's a bit, you know, uh, plasticky. And I don't really like that as much. I have a hard time connecting with vocalists who sound like this. She's better in the second half.
1: I I was going to say, I actually thought her voice was fantastic. but
0: Oh no, it's really, I mean, from a, a mechanical standpoint, from a technical standpoint, it's amazing. I mean, there's nothing she doesn't nail. But, um, you know, I prefer when there's the occasional moment where they're off-key. There's the occasional moment where they're straining a little bit, you know. Um, because there's there's a little bit of humanity that's lost in really slickly produced stuff like this. Especially with female vocals. It's kind okay. of a tricky line to walk, you know. The overall, and not just Saki's vocals, overall the first half of the album was a little bit weaker than the second half. The second half was uh, sort of like, all right. Second verse, same as the first, a little bit louder, a little more awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And a little more varied stylistically. Um, You know, I think uh, Night Flight was a very good center track because I think it's very stylistically representative of Cynthia. It's just, this is what we're about, this is what we do, awesome. And then from there, they sort of go like, all right, let's take a little more artistically interesting direction, you know? Like, SSS has that really fast yeah. back beat. Oh, I really love and that. And it's just very kind of old-school, awesome rock and roll track. I love it. And then there's stuff like uh, Koei Shouzen sounds like the desert music in a Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog level, <laughs> <Yes>. you know? <laughs> you, you know exactly what I mean. Because it's got that sort of, you know desert, you know, world influence in there, and it's got that uh, dark, rolling sound, very sort of mysterious, but also very, you know, loud and in your face with it's like, bam, I'm fucking mysterious, (laughs) bitches. It's awesome. I love that one. And, um, Shion, like, when it started, it was like, okay, another piano intro. This one is way better than the piano intro at the beginning of Karma, because the piano intro in Karma was just kind of tinny. It was just sort of like, there should be reverberation here. It's not working. Luckily, the, that buzzing synth and the electric guitar, mm-hmm. you know, kicked in and took over. They were like, hey, get out of the way, you tiny little hoppy toy <laughs> piano thing. Let me show you how it's done. And then the song improved greatly after that. But was, was had that long sweeping synth in it, the echoing background vocals. It was so pretty and dramatic and just sound on top of sound. And it was gorgeous. And I loved it. It was like flying through clouds with quartz crystals growing out of them it was amazing and i loved it
1: i said that is an image
0: (laughs) that's the kind of thing that goes through my head when i listen to music this sort of thing is why i like music so much (laughs) and then you know i would say the only weak point on uh the second half of the album is is actually the title track the last track of the album limit break which was just like it wasn't nearly interesting enough to go on for nine Mm. and a half minutes i mean it was nice It wasn't bad, but they could have put that into five minutes with no problem, you know? It's not the 70s where you can get away with nine and a half minutes of the same thing, you know? (laughs) You could get away with that when the Doors and Led Zeppelin were doing their thing, but not so much these days. Um, But I mean, overall, the the first half of the album is pretty much, if you like Senko Strings, which was the single that came out before this album, you're gonna like the first half of the album a lot. It's very good. Even Plant, which, you know, had that sort of abrupt slowness. Mm-hmm. The beginning of it was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to be quiet now. And you're like, well, wait, what? And then it's yeah, like, i ah, exactly. just kidding. I'm going to build it up a little bit.
1: <laughs> I actually thought that was fantastic.
0: <laughs> and that, uh, yeah. The, I, I don't think that the... Um the melody of that particular one was really anything special. That just kind of felt like this is the pop ballad for the album. And okay, it's solid, it's not bad, it's not my thing, but that to me was the low point of the album, even though it's still pretty solid, it's still pretty good. So, yeah, well, um, and honestly,
1: as far as ballads go, like, you could do worse than it was like a really oh yeah, rock absolutely. ballad instead of like this bullshitty bullshit.
0: Yeah, but then, like, we got on later, so it was just kind of like, okay, I like you guys again. It's over. <laughs> But like what you said about the album, I mean, from the very beginning, I mean, the intro of Senko Strings is like, F yeah, this is what I want to be listening to. And you're right. It really never gets bad. It, you know, like it has the little tiny dip weak point. But then Night Flight, which I said is representative of of Cynthia in a very big way, was right after that. And it worked great. So it's it's just
1: so ah. We need to review more stuff like this. I could totally listen to this. I agree (laughs)
0: completely. I miss I miss reviewing albums like this that are just kind of like, oh, wow, <laughs> I enjoy this. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the stuff we've been reviewing lately has been like, yeah, I was looking forward to this. And it was kind of disappointing, you know, over and over again. Oh, I just got it just as a side note, because the... I didn't get a chance to really say this. Holy fuck! The guitar solo right. on the album. Oh my, my god!
1: Face melting. Wow. Just yes.
0: Yes. Holy. The face melting is right. That I mean, just oh my god! Every now and then there would be a song that didn't have like a proper guitar solo in it, and I'm like, what
1: are you doing? She's she amazing. Really is. I. Oh my She's god! So I think good. that that might have been part of what like really sold the album for me is the fact that some of those solos are just. Ah, they take so, your breath away like, like damn
0: holy shit and there's some stuff on here that it's just like oh my god i bet this is amazing live oh my god know? yeah like, i i need to like watch a Cynthia concert now because i have to know if they're good oh, live. i have so to awesome. <laughs> <laughs> i hope so i hope they're good anyway anyway okay that's it I just had to do because things just come up during the track analyses. It's just like guitar solos all over the place. (laughs)
1: Thank you for listening to GKAD. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, I am G K Aaron E-R-1-N. She is G K Zero Z-E-R-Zero. The show itself is J JRock underscore. If you want to follow the lame dudes who did not show up, you have G K J-Le, J A Y L <laughs> E E, and G K Loki, L-O-K-I.
0: And uh, we also have a website, don't know how many of y'all know that, JpopJrock.com, which has back episodes of our show. And uh, episodes of the original GK, if you want to check out what we were about back in the day. Back in the day between 2009 and 2013. (laughs) Because that was so fucking long ago. (laughs) 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 Alright, that's it for GKAD this week. Until next time, I'm Zero. And I'm Erin.